You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane with Jared and Mary Faust. We are a brother-sister duo here to talk about everything from our opposing political views to Grandma's cornbread and everything in between. Testing, testing. Testing, one, two, three. You are listening to Butthole and the Beaver Claps. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. This your girl, Mary. And joining me on this fine evening is the late, great John Atkins. Why do you always say late? Because <laughs> I feel like you are... <laughs> This is funny. It rhymes. All right. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, as promised, I've been realizing I've made lots of promises on this podcast that I have not brought to fruition yet. But anyways, this time I'm fruitioning it. John's here. Mm-hmm. We're doing a part two. Um, he listened to this week's episode. Yep. Where we talked about Carl. Carl. Yeah. And um, what did you think of the episode? You just listened to it today? Yeah, I thought you did. Well, when did you record it? Oh, I Yesterday? recorded it. No, no, no. You, this is... You don't need to know this information. You didn't record it It was published... No, it was published on Sunday, first of all. Sunday. Oh, wait, that was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what year we're in. Okay, what did you think of it? Don't ask questions. Just tell me what you think of it. I thought you did a great job. Did it make you uncomfortable? Yeah, at first I was uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable recording it. Yeah, I could. He- you could hear it in your voice that you were a little anxious. I think that's... I was talking to... Do you need water? Because, like, Uh, you're in an interview right now. I was talking to Anthony about it tonight. Okay. And I was saying that when I was listening to it on my way home today, I was feeling much more feelings than I was, than I had anticipated I would feel. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, feeling anxiety and... Not just anxiety, but like that, like kind of that sickly feeling that I remembered. Yeah. And I was feeling that and I was like, oh no. And then um, by the end of it, I felt very good. Isn't that awesome that like we can let the feelings come? Yeah, I was really impressed by how you told the story so... I don't want to use this word because I used it already. Use it again. What? Succinctly. What? When did you use that? I used it on you and Anthony. <laughs> what does it even mean? I'm not See, sure. in a previous episode, I discussed this that you're like that kind of smart that always makes me feel like a dum dum. But no, I nobody knows what successfully. Succinct. Succinctly? Succinctly? Please give me the Webster's definition. Shit, we should look it up, but I don't have my dictionary with me. Wait, you're using a word that you don't know? I think it just means, like, all... That's pompous. All the important (laughs) points. All the important points wrapped up, like, nicely, like, nice and short. I'm a storyteller. Yeah, you are. Um, yep. But you did a great job. Well. Really, I think you did. You handled the. You remember when. Um, I've had crippling anxiety since publishing that. Well, you remember when Louis C.K. was the host on SNL? Yes. And he told that. Of course. Child molester joke? Yes. It was like that. 
it was like going into the joke where it was like, oh no, this isn't. How's he? Don't this is too do weird. it. How's he gonna pull this off? And Don't do it. Yeah. He did it. He pulled it off. Well, that's how I felt too. Like when I recorded it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna hold on to that one for a minute. I didn't. No, I. When did you record that? We don't need to talk about those details, but I felt finally ready to publish it yesterday. That's the point. That's all that matters. Okay. But um, it wasn't that long ago. Um, not, but okay, uh, so not that long ago. Yeah, not that that's long as ago. That's as precise as I get for when you recorded. I'm not because I don't want to divulge my genius on the podcast okay. of my. How do I work? What do I do? When do I this? When do I that? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, honest truth is just I have no memory of anything, so I don't even have an answer. But you know, talking you. talking with Anthony, I realized I realized that probably a big a big portion of the reason why. I felt so good at the end of your podcast is because it makes me look so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, which is why I wanted to do part two because, yes, you're not like, what is innocent? What is this idea of guilty and innocent anyways? Mm. But nobody is 100%, you know, the good guy. Well, on one level, we're all guilty, and then on the, the more realer level, we're all innocent. We're all innocent. Yep. Yep, I feel that, and I think, um, yeah, okay, here's, here's some, do you mind if I share? No, it's much, it's much better if you do. Do you mind? Like, I wasn't going to anyways. Um, now that we're doing this, I have globs in my throat. Glottal dysfunction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please drink agua. So the anxiety has been coming from I don't know these mi- the mystery audience that's listening. What if it's like your parents or something? What if it's people I don't want? Well, okay, okay. It's I'm telling not, you, this is my nobody. this is my um, lower self speaking. I didn't. That sounded wrong. I didn't mean to say it's nobody. So just well, yeah, you're nobody. But no, I'm just gonna let you know where the anxieties are coming from. My lower, my lower vibrations are saying, um, "What if it's your family and and they're just gonna hate me and and secretly at all family gatherings in the future, everyone's gonna be whispering about me." And I'm the trash panda of the families now. I and th- <laughs> I just... I wish I was a trash could, who, panda. But who could listen to to what you recorded yesterday or not that long ago? Who could listen to that and not be able to relate to that? People who live in denial and constant judgment and beratement of other people for their own self Right, that's my point. Like, mm. Well, those people exist, and they're mean. They're meanie heads. They're mm. meanie poo-poo caca heads. <laughs> Babe, I believe the preferred term is doo-doo head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I feel like... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't... I'm not worried about my people, my tribe, and what they're going to think. You can't say tribe anymore, by the way. <sighs> I have... A bracelet that says tribe on it. I mean, in, in a different... In Morse code. Thanks to Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. She's <laughs> cool, huh? She's so cool. Oh my gosh, Michelle. She was on an episode, obviously, but now I need to have yeah. her back. Right. I know you're listening, my queen. You're coming back. Um, <gasps> We should do a double... She's married. Hello, marital. I don't know if your boo would be down, Michelle, but we should do a double date podcast. Oh my gosh. Look at me. See? Sh- can I trademark that? I'm not posting this until I trademark that. I think that's been done. <laughs> <laughs> Just two couples. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, so, hmm? How many blankets are on this couch? A lot. I just I like just blankets. Cry. I like them. Um, so, yeah, spoiler alert, we're sitting on the couch, um, lazy in sweatpants. Okay, so anxiety number one was that, and mm-hmm. then anxiety number two was that I knew you were going to listen to it and have to re- live uh you know just who wants to relive that like yeah, for m- sure. remember what i was doing <laughs> remember those years um but then at the same time years, years ago oh like years <laughs> well i mean there were years of just confusion like, why does the time get longer every time you tell the story <laughs> stop <laughs> no anyways um those you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Um, anxiety. anxiety. No, that's it. That's it. Just those two anxieties. Because honestly, the overall, obviously I wouldn't have published it if the overall. But we knew. Feeling wasn't. <laughs> this is freedom. This equals shortly. more freedom. Yeah, but we knew shortly afterwards. We the- recovered from that quote-unquote affair i still hate that word don't like using it but if you notice i did use it in the podcast for you um (laughs) it's just because i don't like words i also just don't like lots of words and so affair has so much negative you know poo poo caca attached to it and so but whatever i'll take it i'll take it i'll use it um, what was I saying? Help me, you're my partner. It's your duty. You were saying that you use the word affair and <laughs> something. Anyway, I don't know. You were just oh, saying okay. that you were anxious about yeah, well, your family hearing it, you were anxious about me reliving it. Yeah, and that's pretty much saying, it. But you were saying we recovered from that. Yeah, quickly, and I think, um, I'm so, even then, I knew, oh, we gotta, like, do something, it we gotta help other people, in some way, not, not help, like, we're not, you know, yeah, that's who what are I, we? Th- yeah, that's what I was trying to say, I was trying to say that, sh- 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 not too far into the deal, we kind of both knew that, this was, if we didn't, fi- well, that, yeah, that it would be published. Not, uh, I just mean it would be shared. Are you having a stroke right now? <laughs> I love anyway. making fun of John. Um, but it's all in good love. Um, okay, so current day. Let, let's fast forward. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, the thing for me that, like, this is where I get hung up because we have younger friends who are just dating. They're not married. Um, and I love them as a couple. But, you know, they, they, she, let's be real, comes sometimes to me for, like, relationship advice. And that's great. And I love that. And, um, but sometimes, you know, she'll bring that topic up, like, crushes and, what does it even mean when you have a crush on someone when you're happy with your partner and this and that? And like, I hate to say it, but I don't feel like I got anything figured out. It was just, we had a baby. And honestly, that has shifted everything for me. We're a family unit now. I'm so disinterested. But that doesn't mean that what, 10, 5, 10 years, Warren's off to college. I don't know. Will those crushes start happening again? Like, I still have this, like, I guess I'll call it a fear. I'd like to turn it more into just trust, trusting the world, but that this could happen again in a different season of my life. How how do you feel about that? Yeah, I... Hot people are going to, you know, (laughs) exist (laughs) Hot, interesting, beautiful people are going to exist in our lives. Um, and I, yeah, it's like temptation. 
Satan's temptation. No. <laughs> We're supposed to be like bonding and and sharing love, but like do you worry about that? Like I think now no, monogamy forever till the day I die all I want is you. But you know, I thought that when I married you and then a few years later it was like, "Oh no." Some no, I don't worry about that. Why? Um because what's the point of worrying about something that doesn't exist? No, I definitely think that we'll run into people who have chemistry and, you know, we'll have, I'll have girlfriends and you'll have boyfriends. And oh, wait, 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 wait. This is, sorry. Are you mad? No. That look looks like you're mad. Okay. No. Because no. I'm remembering. This is what I'm remembering. I had, like... A revelation about this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's, um, this is what works for us and what really, f I feel like, fuels our relationship, our mm -hmm. family, our unit squadron, is I have male friends. Yes, of course I do. Yes. But they must also be your friend they must know you they must so that's a rule you have well no 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 i don't want to say rule you know i i hate rules if there's a rule i'm gonna break it um or at least you know so what do you it. mean when you say must i'm saying <sighs> there's no point in my life there's no reason in my life that i could feel that i would have a friendship with a man who does not know my husband and my son, <laughs> no, that would never... Well, yeah, that would be weird. That would never happen for me. And so, like... And nor do I want that. Ooh, in fact, especially now in my life, that sounds like I'd actually rather just die and let you raise Warren alone. Um, than have a friend? Than have a, a male friend who doesn't also have a relationship with you and Warren? You'd yeah. rather die than have a friend? <laughs> what? Just right now. I feel like you've thought about this a lot. my trust issues. Thought about what? Thought about this a lot. I have thought about, yes, about what? The th okay, remember your old co-worker, Claire? Oh, yeah, Claire. The reason I hated Claire and still want to barf every time I say that name is because... That is so mean. I didn't know her. Yeah. I didn't know her. She had no interest in reaching out to me. You guys had yeah. a weird little crush thing going on. I, again, guys, this was during those years. She didn't have a crush on me, though. Oh, she did. Yes, no, she, she did. Didn't. Yes, she did. Okay, another thing to the women listening, we know... I'm not, that's all I need to say. We know. Um, and so, yeah, she did. Uh, now, was she, like, interested in pursuing something with you? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I could tell that from a mile away. What the fuck? But she did have a crush. Because of me, my love. I don't think so. Yes. She, yes. <laughs> not to, like, it toot my own horn. No, you can't sum up poor Claire like that. Claire was, she was, okay, she was I get going it. through a I huge get it. fucking thing. I get it. We don't need to be and we talking about her forever. I'm just saying, the whole <laughs> 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 this isn't the Claire don't show. Don't be mean. I know. That's my jealousy. See, I said it in the last episode. I wanted it, and I didn't want anyone you, you know what, looking Cla at you with your mind. You know, Claire is so cool because I made that weird. I know you did. Because we had a thing, and I made it weird. And you I made it weird because you're trying to. Because we weren't. We weren't each solid. Other we were. Stuff. Yes, and like I think. And she let she let me make she allowed me to be, the fucking stereotypical guy who will have always eventually, make it weird. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that's what happened, and then. She Do you have to make amends to her? Forgave me. I, I I hope I already. Oh, you I mean, already I, did. No, you I did. did. I remember Maybe you like twice. Me. 
Okay, well, I have an Ingram uh, resentment towards Claire, and I don't even like Why? that name. She's ruined that name for me. It's um, a beautiful name. Because she was the mirror of Carl in my life. Mm, I guess so. And so I didn't want to see that. And anyways, my point is, I can't. I don't want you to have a girlfriend and I just hear a name all the time and I don't get to meet her. That sounds heartbreaking. Yeah. And it doesn't even make any sense. Right, right, right. In our lives anymore. So, okay, my point is this was this is all because we have a kid though. Like before we didn't give a shit about that. Like you could have as many friends as you wanted. We liked our independence, but I think that's where um, you know, we we got to that point. Mhm. Don't you know? So without religion, without a religion. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like we're all over the place. I Let's regroup. What do you what are we talking about exactly? <laughs> okay. So, because I was saying that I'm confused if a younger couple were to come up to me and be like, yeah, we're having crushes on other people. We don't know what to do. Should we be polyamorous or is monogamy the way? I still don't know. It was just having Warren that caused me to feel absolutely like I want monogamy forever. Mm. I mean... Uh, even after the Carl thing, I knew I didn't want that. I knew really? I didn't the forever uh, thing, though? You say forever? That's how I feel today. Oh. But I don't feel you that don't way. recall that moments ago I just said that I have anxiety about not knowing what the future will look like and what will I want when I'm 40, 50, 60. Yeah, but, wha- but, but I don't understand why you would be anxious about that. Because of the society we live in, you don't understand that. Don't don't you agree that they make it out that that's not okay? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I guess the old schoolers do that, but that's I don't who's think still that's running. Running what? <laughs> <laughs> that's too, running the government? No, just the culture. I and, don't and think so. I think. I feel like our culture is much more much more on the other end of things. I know. Listen I to my like inner rebel. My inner rebel always wants to like me me me. I feel like divorce is like a cool. No, not cool, but like I mean it's a it's a I mean I don't even know how No, how I'm not even talking about is, but divorce. It's like I'm not talking about divorce. I'm talking about well, you and I have had this conversation many times. I thought this was going to be part two, where I get to share my side of the story. All right. Yes, you're right. Well, I mean, you know, I also said, do you want to, like, prepare or just dive right in? You said dive right in, so. Dive right into part two. Welcome where to I get my to world, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a cold glass of shut the hell up. Okay, you're, yeah, you're right. I, these are just. I think it's an important topic, period. And I'm just trying to dive a little bit, you know. I thought... Well, tell us, Mr. Jonathan Yatkins. I think the... What? I I thought the affair was so cool, because it was like... It was fucking devastating. And I was... Because you think, like... When you're when we're happy and together, there's this there's this stability that's so strong and makes makes a lot of different aspects of life much easier because the home is stable and you and I are still have chemistry and still love each other and then the stability turns into like a subtle hunger for some wildness and I had that hunger too and that's why I the I had a crush around that same time I hate using that 8th grade 
word. I have a crush on you. <laughs> Circle. But like I had, in. and there was nothing. There was nothing different about that attraction than many other attractions I had experienced. She wasn't even that pretty. But I just, babe, you can't be mean like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Babe, I'm, I know. On. I'm being a poo-poo cock ahead now. Okay, so. That was just the one when I was like, yeah, I'll give it more energy. I'll give it more attention. I'll put more, uh, I'll allow myself to dive into that world. Because I, f- I know it's just my world. You know what I mean? It has very little to do with them. Mm-hmm. And a lot to do with me playing games in my head. And so I was like, I'm going to play this game a little bit. And so I played and played until it got weird. Yeah. And I knew it was going to, I tried to, it I tried to see, I know, I tried to see how far I could go without it getting weird. And, and it always gets weird. Yeah. And it was like, what? It was like, what? No. And then, um, and then, uh, uh-oh. What? Oh, I thought you were having a stroke again. No, no. But anyway, my whole point of that is saying that that came from like this need for some wildness, maybe a little chaos because of such stability for so long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I let that go a little bit. But then when you because we were having those conversations. So I was like mm-hmm. the ones you were talking about, about earlier. Polyamory. Yeah, polyamory. The word annoys me. I mean, I was definitely the ringleader of all... John never... Probably never would have ever brought that topic up. Don't you agree with that? No, I don't agree with that. Oh, well, okay. Maybe not never, but... Because I wish I, I wish I was more wild like that. Like, more free... Fr- free, like, free love from the 60s and, and all that sort of thing. But I just... I don't know. I... I can't get into it. Like, there's certain dances I can't do. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, <coughs> like the Roger Rabbit? No, like, I can't break dance. Oh, well, well but, you're not... Okay. But I'm not what? Trained? Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I can dance, but I can't break dance. Well, the average person... I mean, oh. I can break dance. Okay, but I could try to break dance, but <laughs> it wouldn't look that good, and I... And that's not my style, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, but when I see somebody breakdancing, I'm like, that's dope, right? I wish I could do that. I wish I could do 360s on the my dome with but, no hands. Yeah, and But so that's not my style. That's what I'm saying. That's not my style. Mm-mm-mm. So, like, this wild and free sex thing, you know, sex with anybody else, like, that's just, I wanted it to be my style, but it's not my style. But mm-hmm. you... When you, that night that you told me, and I was all mad and sad, mm-hmm. but still there was this, like, pride about you, like, and it came up more and more as the days went by, but even on the first day, and I drove away, and I had, and I had a little moment of, like, she's fucking crazy, and I actually felt love and pride I wish there was a better word but I was like impressed by that I was like this woman will not take like she will never accept not feeling fulfilled she, she, she'll put on the line because I knew that I, I never doubted that you loved me but I only doubted that we had the same values in a relationship so I knew that you still loved me, but I was like, she put, she, she was willing to risk, the, to risk a, a great relationship and a great life. I mean, we had a whole life together. You were willing to risk all that to, to seek some sort of fulfillment. And for that, I was so impressed by that. And I was, oh, I was a little bit envious mm-hmm. that you did that. And I was like, I want to go have crazy sex with some stranger. I want to do that. Why can't I do that? But it's just not my style. But I was like in the sea of like 
in this whole ocean of emotions that I was <laughs> I didn't want to say sea of emotions because it sounded too too gay to say that but then I said ocean of emotion <laughs> but anyway in all the the rage or whatever which was a ton of fun to to feel like mm-hmm. rage and shit and I was like I was like this is something that a person that an alcoholic would absolutely drink over if they weren't if they didn't have a head full of fucking Alcoholics Anonymous, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But I got to be depressed and I got to feel all my like, like I was thinking about, oh, wouldn't it be cool to have a truck? Or like, oh, there's that new guitar pedal or, you know, to feel all those thoughts and worries just like fade away. Yeah. Like I don't care about anything anymore. So I got to be depressed. I got to be angry at you. I got a chance to start smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. with no guilt and then yeah so I played that game and then the big thing was when somebody asked me like who would you rather be in this situation you or her and that was an easy easy question to answer (coughs) you fuck yeah oh my god it's because I could go to any fucking bar downtown and and tell the story and have the whole have everybody with me mm-hmm. you know what i mean because that's mm-hmm. the kind of world we live in yeah and i could tell and i could tell this story to anybody and they'd be like you poor thing god bless you for how you're handling this oh that wretched tramp <laughs> yeah so i was <laughs> i was in a good spot other than the fact that i thought you might leave you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I kn- I was that no, never could I have done that, but um but still I wanted to be free and I thought you were going to leave me. That was a big fear there for a minute. Um Yeah, I contemplated it. I thought I was tainted that you, that I I could never you would never look at me the same. I don't feel that way anymore. I'm grateful. But the thing was was I was I had to I had to seriously prepare in my mind for, like, I had to seriously consider life without you. You -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what every couple needs to consider. Yeah. They need to consider that this is not a given thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and finally... And you know what? I'm also super, super lucky to have been around a number of men who, when they said, well, how did you feel? And I said, I feel like she made a fool out of me. Mm-hmm. And these men would laugh and say, like, say, like, so it's, you know, they would point out the flaws in my thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then we got to like totally redefine the word trust. I mean, that's a lot of big fucking things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you could read about it, and you could. You could say you practiced it, but when, when it's a serious possibility that. You you might be the love of your life might be leaving you. Um. Then you really have. Then you there's a lot more energy to like if you really want to be free there's a lot of m- more energy to to kind of practice those ideas i want to be free you know what i mean instead of it's gonna be me yeah i do know what you mean i do <sighs> it's a uh it's an interesting topic. I think that what are we doing as a human species? And because um, even after Carl, remember I went Man, I and tried ta- to have another male friend that you weren't friends with. Yeah, I know. The coffee shop guy. I think I think you still have things that you have never told me. What do you mean? I think you still have stories and. 
men that you were with that you've never completely divulged to me? Men that I was with? Yeah. <clears throat> no. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe like... You mean like sexually? Yeah. No, why do you say that? I just think that that's a possibility. Hmm. And I'm not saying I need to know. Well, yeah. I'm just saying... Well, sure, there's... um. Your information sure there's stories maybe you don't know oh this is what this is i want to well i could talk about this for so fucking long but this is this is the one thing i did want to share okay so so you you told i said i said remember we were standing there and i was like how did it go i was like you fuck somebody and then you just got that look on your face and i was like oh no i wasn't standing i was sitting i vividly remember Oh, well, you got a look on your face, and I was like, damn. And then I was like, oh, no, here comes this emotional roller coaster or whatever. Who knows what's going to happen? And then and then whatever, and then I threw a fit and, and did the whole, you know, the whole song and dance, like what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then, so I was like, I can't believe it. I just, I can't believe it like that. Uh-huh. And then it was when you, and then it was like maybe the next night, and I was like, just tell me all the details. Remember? Yeah. And I think for a man, maybe, the details are what, like, wiped me out. I don't so know I why like, on earth you would ever ask that. Right, because I think that, I don't think a woman... Th- I think that's where man, like man, brain is, is different because he cares about stuff that seems trivial to a woman. No, know? that's not true. No, that, that shit ain't trivial. Um, uh, see, jealousy. What a thing. Well, the yeah, only so anyway, the only thing that that makes you ask that question is is that right? What pride jealous? and jealousy? Yeah, I bet. But but something. Something did happen because of it. When you told me the details, I was just like, oh, my God. This is like my greatest nightmare come come true. Because for a lot of different reasons, I don't have to go into all of it, but I was just like, so it was so exactly like the worst thing that could happen to me that I started laughing and... I probably was going through all sorts of weird things like denial and and just rage or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all those weird stages of grief. But like anyway, but there was a moment that night that you told me the details that I went outside and I just I couldn't like I just got overwhelmed with this feeling of truly, John, nothing is in your control. Nothing outside you is in your control. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment of like utter release. And like, um, I just felt so, just for a moment, I felt so liberated. And I was like, oh, that's right. I don't control anything. And anything can happen and and in that one moment i felt so stupid for expecting you to follow my rules mm. that like i never really told you mm-hmm. yeah john john and i have always um had to work on our communication <laughs> we're not the best communicators right but it was just that in the front yard with a cigarette in my hand and you just told me what would be like, you know, the worst news kind of I could ever hear. And I was just like, I was free for just a split second. Yeah. And I was laughing because I was laughing at myself for expecting the world to be the way I want it to be. Well, and then, and but then I came down from that high, pretty quickly, and was mad and sad and all that bullshit for a long time. Yeah, and then I do think that I want to 
point this out is that I remember when I was sitting there and you had discovered and everything, you know, I just remember your reaction, you know, maybe you, I don't know, I just were yelling. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were yelling. Yeah, I was yelling. Um, but it wait, It felt so wait. good to <laughs> yell. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, of course. <clears throat> but I do remember that I was really proud of myself, and I still am, that, like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but something very strong in me, deep, deep, deep in me, rose up and and said, you're not going to let this crumble you. You're not going to let this crumble you. You're not going to... I just knew I couldn't be riddled with guilt in shame, I couldn't, I couldn't, not because, like, um, I didn't want to, you know, reap what I had sown, do you know what I'm saying, like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it in a way of, like, justifying myself, I was doing it in a way of, like, I was understanding that I was hurting. Yeah. That I hurt you because I was hurting. And and I don't know. I think that's something to be said because I hope that some people that are listening um, have, have been the cheaters. And I think it's important to not just throw all cheaters <laughs> in the dumpster. I mean... But also... But also, okay, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. This, is, this is what we do: is we we demonize the people who cheat. Like w- that word "cheat" means like actually fucking somebody else, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate the f word. Why do you have to say that? Well, I, because that's what it is. And, and then there's, but then what about what about the guy who like doesn't even try to be emotionally present for his wife? And gives his gives his attention and all his energy and his love to his truck or video games or or something else or you know or at, everything else or asses on uh, Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How is that not cheating? Yeah, well that's happening. But all that's the time. In, but that's invisible cheating that we don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that's but you see what I'm saying? And so it's like I do, and so. so like th- yeah, if you if you if you're a cheater, which is a terrible label. Yeah. But yeah, if that's something that you've done, that's no worse than what your partner has probably done. And like I think if we can start talking about I mean <laughs> this is a cultural thing though. Earlier you poo-pooed me, but like affairs, marriage, monogamy, it is a structure that has been built and we are following it. And then when we go off course, we are also trained to then feel the guilt and the shame and the, um, and so at the end of the day, I have a side of me that is feels neglected and needy Mm -hmm. and my whole life I have tried to remedy that through men and men are horny Mm -hmm. next to to all of them I think (laughs) like or (laughs) what am I trying to say next to all of them (laughs) Men are horny next to all of them. <laughs> um. I think it's clear what you're trying to say. <clears throat> and so... So you have what they want. I have what they want. Yes, exactly. Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, I get it. Um, I'm still so, so confused in about sexuality. And so like, it's not like that ever really ever in any way remedied the situation. It made it worse. Sex with people you don't... But 
aren't committed or or don't have that love. I think it's a style thing, babe. I think style. it's a style. Like there are people out there who in, really enjoy their polyamorous lifestyle. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm just talking about me there's personally. There's people. There's people. There's there's some cultures where like it's totally given that the guy has a guma or whatever. Or is that the word? Yeah. What does Tony Soprano have? I think a guma. Yeah, and like that's a you know that's the thing, and so Tony doesn't get all caught up about that. So it's like a style thing. Okay. And I think I'm our sorry. culture is beyond no, no, this. No, 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 no. The Sopranos. You're gonna come at me with that and act like that's a happily married couple scenario that we should all be looking up to with your guma. I mean, I'm saying that no. the culture, that that's baked into the culture. Okay, this is, which is why we're talking about this. It's you don't think that Carmelo, what's her name? Yeah, I think that's correct. 2001, but okay. The Sopranos is the greatest show ever. Uh, okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying that This is. Th- this we is have to be careful with these generalizations but also i kind of disagree and i think that this culture is pretty aware that marriage is is an economic thing it's not a religious thing i mean the idea of a wedding and you really think that you really think that you don't think people are getting married because they're of their christian catholic Jewish, (laughs) Jehovah, whatever background? I don't know. I mean, I think we got married because it seemed like the romantic thing to do. We was going to church. I didn't learn till just recently. If you file single, you get $12,000 tax standard deduction. All right. Anyway. Mary filing jointly, $24,000. Okay, so... I never wanted to get married. In fact, I tattooed a diamond on my own finger in rebellion against marriage. Um, and But what? Okay, all right. Because I'm, I just like not doing things normal. But I agreed to marry you because I loved you so dang much. But do you think that that agreement that we made is is ultimately binding on your soul? No. Well, that's, that's my point, is like... Which is we why, have taken which is why I, over the years, have been like, so why did we even get married? Because it was fun. Yes, of course. I don't regret it. I mean. And I wanted to say, my wife. I like saying look, that. But look, okay, all right, Farmer Joe, who bought your wife Mary, at the trading post, um, lose my wife. I'm just saying, for me, over these lovely 10 years together which they have been lovely okay have i not constantly questioned why did we get married what who what is marriage is it even it makes no sense anymore it's and why did i change my last name why did i like change my identity because like i didn't really question those things so much when we got married just because i loved you so dang much and it was romantic and i Wanted to get swept but away did, by all that. But years later, I was like, Mary Atkins? Like, that's not my name. I'm Mary Faust. And it just kind of was like, huh, I went and legally changed but that. But is and Mary didn't Faust really... your name either? I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But for, yeah, tw- 25 plus years, it was. What, you going to change your last name now? What would sudden, I change it to? No, you're an Atkins. You're an Atkins man. You get what I'm saying. The men get to keep their name. And the women have to just be like, I am yours now. Yeah, but the things that... But what I'm saying is that the things that you're talking about, the marriage as an institution, like, yeah, that comes from chauvinistic... Like... Like man heavy religious ideas, you know, but there, but there are also some principles in there. But I think that I think people are free to make marriage whatever they want nowadays, like what, like what you and I have done. I think the single most romantic aspect of our marriage 
is how open we are to it ending. Yeah, you a little bit more than me. I think I'm still very codependent. And um, I was going to bring that up earlier is that I try so hard to not get my feelings hurt. Really, I know there's no point in that it's a waste of my time. Um, but the one, the thing that you can say sometimes that still will poke me a little bit and test me is when I'm like, I want to grow old together and just, you know, why not? Let's just try and make it till we die. And like, you'll kind of be more like, that's my impression of John when I'm mad at him. Okay, growing older <laughs> together and dying is, that's a gorgeous idea. But also, I think what's even more romantic is that that's not given. That's not guaranteed. And so, because it's not guaranteed, yes. because both of our souls have the ability to drift. Now that's wild. See, we are being wild. Yes, because of that, that makes our time together so much more precious. Yes, you're correct. Because I don't know if what's going to happen to your heart. And I don't know what's going to happen to my heart. It's not that I think that you're going to see some guy and be smitten with him. It's just I think that your heart is huge mm. and, like, untamable in a way. And I trust you to follow that. And the time that your heart tells you stay with John is is really cool. And... If your heart is like, stay with him, and my heart is like, be with her, isn't that incredible? Yes. Isn't that so incredible? Yes, and I feel like as we carry on, you know, into tomorrow as a couple, we will, as long, I believe, as long as we keep being completely open and honest with each other, which we have been, um, for many years, and, 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 and as things shift and change, and, like, you know how, like, you know how me and Erica are now? Yeah, well, I mean, to the degree of, you do, you know everything, we don't talk very often, but, okay, this is John's ex-girlfriend, my first girlfriend, Erica, jealous of her in high school, (laughs) Because she was dating John. I wish that I could have skipped all that weird shit that happened after we, our relationship ended, which was just a fucking mess because of me. And I wish I could have skipped all that and just gone to how I am now, which isn't true. I mean, you have to go through all that shit. There's no other way. But how we are now is I love... I love Erica. Mm-hmm. I know she loves me. And I get so, I actually feel so happy if I see a picture on my f- cell phone of her and her man. And um, I forgot his name, but. But it's important to know that Erica is also my friend. Yes, that's part of the deal. That's what I'm saying is like we shared a, a, a time, so we'll always have some real estate in each other's and isn't that interesting erica shout out to you girl slaying at life as usual um lover lover death because i know her and because we're friends right now your other ex marissa fuck that bitch why because because this is my point never met her except awkward riverside parking lot structure run-ins. I don't like you being mean to them because I feel Never responsible met. for all that. I'm not being mean. I'm pointing out what's mean. within. <laughs> this is what's within human beings. Baby. It's a joke. You know I don't mean that about her. There's just a piece of me that does. But that's my point, is that her and I were never... She was never interested in forming a relationship with me well that's not not everybody is going to be that that, i'm aware that's not everybody's style that's what i'm saying it's a style thing but this is why find your steez it has nothing to do with i don't want i could never be friends with any of your exes a girl you loved or slept with that's not it that's low no but I, i would in fact it's like kind of 
cool in a weird way like hey we've we're kind of all connected in this weird way but like if there's there if there isn't that friendship then there's that jealousy and that like fearing and oh, that's and this is the human condition babe that's all i'm saying oh um and so i think that's important i i do think i have an inkling that a lot of couples mm-hmm. don't have lots of friends at all. They get married and kind of become a little hermited and maybe have one or two friends, you Shit, know. that's happening to us. Low, low profile friends or, or, you know, friends that there's no chance of whatever. Like, but, but there's not a lot of branching <laughs> out and socializing What's out of fear. What's a low fear? profile friend? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have low profile? You ever heard of the low profiles? <laughs> <laughs> low pro friends are like like your family. Like What? <laughs> now, now I'm really confused. <clears throat> Anyways. You distracted me. I know, I'm sorry. Um We should wrap this up. How we long should, have we been talking? We're almost done. We're almost done. So um my just my point there is that um out of fear like people aren't socializing and really meeting new people as married couples they're just kind of like barnacling to the couch together again no judgment this is fine john and i are barnacle all the time but like we're not socializing because we're afraid of that we're afraid of losing our partners and we're afraid of what if there's chemistry with other people and this and that and like well that don't work either well the the thing that i've come to is I see that for me, I have the advantage of being sexually, emotionally, and spiritually satisfied with my mar- with my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And so when I go out there and I see uh, a beautiful woman, um, wait, what the fuck? Just I, kidding. I let myself. I allow myself to say, mm-hmm, and then... Out loud so she can hear you? No, but, oh. but I, I look and I go, God damn. In your and head, then, okay. Yeah, and then after a minute or so, maybe not even that long, I turn my head back to the road or back to the grocery cart, and I continue my fucking day, like... I don't have this need to, hey girl, you know what I mean. I don't have this need for that because, but if you know, it, it arises and I honor and I honor that I can still find something attractive, some person that is, <laughs> a so woman about, or even a man. So what about that made me feel because not your eyes, but thinking about another man's eyes looking at me and thinking get damn that makes me incredibly uncomfortable even if he's saying those words in his mind i yeah. wish our culture could gear more towards seeing a pretty girl going maybe the the thought is just ah the, and then that is that the is my when i say sister God, that is my when i say god damn like that i'm saying Ah, that's refreshing. I have, I have you know half an ounce of energy more than I had before I saw. Oh, really? Because that's those whole, yoga pants. That's a whole lot different than you saying, "God damn." No. God I, damn means I want to get between those. So what if it's so what if cheeks. that is the thought for a few no, seconds? That's the that's the. I don't like it. That's what's making. That's why women are being so. Over-sexualized. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, absolutely. Even a woman in a push-up bra, miniskirt, high heels. What is she wearing that for, then? Because the world told her to, that, that she has to look like that to be whatever it well, is that she on, feels. That's not hurting No, it's not. She's still your sister. I'm just saying, I know this ain't yeah, happening overnight. Yeah, she's my sister. I'm just hoping that in... The year three thousand, this gets dug up. When when we're all living on Mars, 
and they're bringing back relics from Earth, that somehow this podcast is in like... Um, that's what Seattle's like now already. Eight, is in eight-track form. You, that's why you can't tell who's a girl and who's a boy in Seattle. And someone pops it into a thing and they're like, oh, this is what was happening. I'm just saying, like, it's that, like... Ah, I'm so I hate being looked oh, at babe, and thinking that, that a guy a is like low base, me. I know. That's just a low base reptile reaction, and if and if a man can <laughs> let let it arise, honor it, say yeah, that's my that's my dumb dick thinking, and then continue with his day back on the normal level. Yeah, and I'm sure that's she's. Not. All right, okay, yeah, okay so. we're closing. We're <laughs> wrapping things up here. Uh, we aren't drunk or high or anything. We're just, we lost the end of the recording somehow. And it was gold, man. I'm I funny. I wouldn't say it was gold. I'm, I'm the funniest person in yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I don't know. We probably just, we're, we're rambling. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. If, you know, whatever. Get, just talk i don't we have no answers for you we're just here to um to talk and so may we all rest in peace <laughs> that's my mantra okay very very uplifting <laughs> outro rest in peace everybody <laughs>